You are now tuned in to the Decoding Success Podcast, where we reveal game-changing habits, formulas, and routines from the world's most successful individuals to help you think and live larger. What is going on? It is your host, Matt Labrie, bringing you episode 18 of the Decoding Success Podcast. Today, I am so excited to share with you insights from our very special guest, Melissa Benishai. Melissa is a rock star mom, a baker of mouth-watering goods, which you can find at her multi-million dollar business, Baked by Melissa. The New York City-based brand famous for its signature bite-sized cupcakes and treats. Melissa has been passionate about baking since childhood, and with the idea that people should be able to taste more flavors without a post-dessert guilt trip. She decided to do what she loved and launched Baked by Melissa in 2008 after being fired from her her job in advertising. Today, the company operates 14 stores and ships nationwide. She currently serves as the company's president and chief product officer. And make sure you keep an eye out for her first ever cookbook, Cakes by Melissa, which she released in October of 2017. Before we hop into our interview, I want to shout out our partner, Best Self Co. Best Self Co. is an amazing company whose mission very much so aligns with mine, which makes this even more special. They have set out to connect and inspire humanity to think bigger and achieve more, all while enjoying the present moment. They do this through their creation of everyday tools for people to lead a life they can be proud of. Journaling, planning, and things of that nature have been a monumental part of my life, especially over the course of the last few months, so I can say that I truly do practice what I preach. And I am so grateful for the opportunity to share with everyone tuned in right now a gracious discount on any product of your choice. All you have to do is head over to bestself.co and use decoding success at checkout. Now with that said, let's hop into today's episode. Melissa, thank you so much for taking time out of your day and adding value to the show. Thanks for having me. Of course. So let's jump right in. My first question right off the bat is how do you define success? I love this question. I define success by, um, so the definition is doing something I love, at working my ass off towards something I love. I love it. Yeah, that's great stuff. But my question to that is how do you find yourself staying on track to achieve that? Because let's be realistic as human beings, we are constantly faced with challenges and, uh, you know, those road bumps and roadblocks and things of that nature. So how do you find yourself staying on track? Um, well, I think having clear goals and priorities are essential to staying on track, but let's be honest, I'm a human being and I get off track. And, um, that's where my husband comes in. That's where my best friends come in. That's where my CEO comes in. I surround myself with people who know me and support me and can help me out when I'm off track. Yeah, totally. I love that. I think having a team is absolutely crucial to anyone's success, but that brings me to Baked by Melissa, right? How did that idea come about? Was, you know, was baking a passion of yours ever, you know, for however long? Baking has always been a passion of mine, but really it's, it's creating things with my hands. Like I love arts and crafts and I love creating things for other people. So in college, I really started to bake. I love cake. I went to Syracuse University. It was very cold there at night. So I would hang out with my friends instead of going to the bars and 
that led me to create some pretty magical stuff. Um, and then when I graduated from college, I worked in advertising and that's when I started making tie-dye cupcakes. I made them for everyone and anyone. If it was your birthday and I loved you, I made you my tie-dye cupcakes. So over the <laughs> course of this two year period of time, I just kept making them and they kept getting better and better and better as with anything you do over and over again. So I was fired from my job. In 2008, I had already been known for making these tie-dye cupcakes as a hobby, just something that made me feel good. And um, I always wanted to go into business with my brother. I went to his office crying right from being fired. He said, go home, bake your cupcakes. We'll start a business together. So um, there you go. I was off track, and my best friend and older brother put me right back on track, and we wouldn't be here without him. That's awesome. I also didn't know you went to Syracuse. I'm actually speaking there sometime this spring. So that is really cool to know. Now, yeah, totally. Now, my next question is, what's your advice for people that are searching for that passion? You know, like you, you clearly just laid it out, like how it came about. Now, what would be your advice for someone that doesn't necessarily know what they love? Well, I think it's really like as cliche as it sounds, just follow your heart. I don't know if baking was necessarily cool when I was in college, but I did it because I enjoyed it and I like to give people things. Um, So really just like let your freak flag fly. Do what makes you happy. If you're finding yourself going out with friends, but you don't enjoy it, then don't go out with friends. Stay home, watch a movie be alone and just like be with your own thoughts. I think we live in a, an age where that is not as common as it once was being alone and being with your own thoughts without distraction from your cell phone or Instagram. And it's super important to get to know yourself. Totally. I definitely agree with you there. Now, you've clearly faced challenges and were able to overcome them, right? You just mentioned you were fired from your job. How did you develop the mindset to not let that weigh you down? And I know you've talked a lot about team recently, but you know, yourself, like, what did you do for yourself in that moment? Oh, I wasn't always able to meet every challenge the way I do today. Like now I see every challenge as an opportunity to learn and grow and better myself. But I mean, I was in business with my big brother. I had really um, challenging times. I used to call my dad actually crying. Like I, I used to think it was the end of the world. I was beside myself, so emotional, so distraught. He would always give me good advice. I think two pieces of advice that he gave me over and over again that were super helpful was one, he would say, what makes metal steel, baby? Extreme heat. And yeah. So like, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Dead straight. So after having those really challenging times and, you know, each time I would go to sleep distraught, but I would wake up the next morning and it would be a new day. And it wasn't the end of the world. So as you do that over and over again, you start to learn that, um, You just got to power through those moments. And another piece of advice he would give me is measure twice, cut once, which is super helpful, which means don't respond to anything when you're emotional. Again, like we live in a very technologically advanced world where like you could text somebody when you're feeling angry or frustrated or just emotional. And it's probably not going to be good, especially in a business sense. So when I find myself feeling emotional in business, I don't do anything. Maybe I'll write a draft of an email or I'll write a note in my phone how I want to respond, but I won't actually do it till the following day or until I'm not feeling emotional anymore. That's helpful. 
Yeah, totally. And I think your dad gives some great advice. But now I'm looking for three pieces of advice from you. What are three pieces of business or life advice you'd give yourself knowing what you know now? Okay, so number one, it's all the same business and life. My husband gives me shit all the time because I'm constantly applying like business lessons to our personal life. Your life is your business and treat it that way. And you should always be looking to better yourself and learn and grow. And you can only control your response. So stop blaming other people. Focus on the way you responded to a scenario and think about what you can do to respond differently next time to affect the outcome in a more positive way. I think that was like three pieces of advice, but I could keep going. I have so much of it. (laughs) Please do. Please do. Continue to share. You can do anything. Truly, you can do anything you set your mind to. If you don't know how to do something, Google it, learn about it. And then do it. Um, If you want to start your own business, well, take baby steps every single day to move forward. Don't you you can make yourself one big goal from like for like a year or two from now, but also make yourself some small achievable goals because feeling good is really important. And if you're achieving the goals you set for yourself, then you'll feel positive and you'll keep moving forward. I'm a big believer that small goals over time eventually equal that big goal. So I really do love that advice. And that brings me to my next question. What's the most or what has been the most challenging aspect of owning a multi-million dollar business? You know, I know life isn't always peaches and cream or in this instance, it's not always cupcakey, right? You know, like this is definitely challenges. So what do you feel like that is? Oh my gosh, there's so many challenges. It's really funny to hear you say owning a multi-million dollar company because I feel like just like everyone else does. Um, I um, There are always things I want to be doing better. Um, I guess <sighs> there have been so many challenges. So at the beginning, it was just wearing different hats and like... Focusing what uh, focusing on whatever area needed my attention, whether or not I wanted to be. So for the first two years we were in business, I was baking every cupcake, which is my true passion that started this company. But then the stores needed my attention, and I was overseeing retail. And then I we got to a point where we needed to bring in somebody who had more experience than I did. So and then I needed to oversee HR, and then customer happiness, and then focus on being the face of the brand and change is not easy. I think as a human, we are a little bit adverse to change, but it really taught me to embrace change. And now I seek it and need it to truly be happy because that's how you learn and grow. Um, other challenges like managing personal relationships in business is super hard. You know, if you, if you've ever spoken to anyone or know anyone in a family business, I'm sure they would relate. like, uh, it's definitely not easy there are pros and cons. Being in business with my big brother was unbelievable. I trust him more than anyone. He's my best friend, but we also fought like brother and sister. We were both working towards the same goals. We, it was like literally being a parent with my big brother because we both love Bake by Melissa so much and we're super passionate about it. So although the good days were better than ever because I got to do it with my brother, the hard days were harder than ever for that same reason. But again, it taught me so much, made me stronger than ever. And I wouldn't be who I am without that experience. And you know, he was our CEO for eight unbelievable years, but he's an entrepreneur. So now he's doing unbelievable things, growing new businesses, and I'm still here doing what I love and our relationship is stronger than ever, but it was not easy to, you know, do it together. 
I, I totally, I totally get it. It resonates with me. And now one thing you said really stood out to me, you know, you mentioned that Baked by Melissa is essentially your baby, right? Like that's exactly what it is. Now you talked about embracing change and I know personally how hard it is to, um, maybe like take your, you know, your hands off the reins for a little bit. And you you talked about wearing the different hats and overseeing retail and HR and customer happiness and things of that nature. How did you find yourself stepping back from that? Because I feel like that's one thing a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with. Yeah, totally. I feel so fortunate because that was like one thing that maybe my brother could have communicated the need for the change to me in a, in a nicer way. But at the beginning it was like, all right, now you have to do this. And I would be like, what the hell? Like, that's not cool. Um, but he was right. I did. And the next time I needed to change my role, he was there to, to make sure I was aware of that. So having my brother as a partner was, is the answer. Um, I couldn't have recognized that myself because it really is difficult. Now I can recognize it myself because I've been through those changes over and over again. But, you know, when I talk to other entrepreneurs or people who are looking to start their own business... I always say surround yourself with people who have skills that you don't. Thank God I did because we wouldn't be where we are without my unbelievable team, but also people who challenge me to go outside of my comfort zone um, and tell me when I'm wrong. Totally. That is, that's literally great advice right there. Now, I want to respect your time. Do you have time for two more questions? Of course. Okay, cool. So the first, what was a piece of advice you've been given that you didn't necessarily want to hear, but it proved to be true over time? thinking. <laughs> I really, when we first started out because I'm Melissa and I founded the company with people I had close relationships with, I got a lot of advice slash feedback that I didn't appreciate at the time. I remember one day I left like things out in the kitchen after maybe eating lunch or something. And somebody like said, one of my co-founders was like, you know, people are looking at you and, and you are, you have to remember that you're always leading by example. And I thought to myself, dude, I just like left something on the counter. It's not the end of the world, but he was right. And, and I always think back to that. It's a reminder that people are looking at me as Melissa baked by Melissa. And if I'm not doing something a certain way, then why the hell would they, especially my teammates. And it's so important to do everything I possibly can to lead by example. And I'm very sensitive to that, maybe to a fault. Totally. Yeah. No, I I love that. I love that. Now, last question. If someone came up to you today seeking a piece of advice to achieve their definition of success and you only had one minute to tell them, what would that piece of advice be? Make it your topmost priority and be willing to work your ass off. Today, I'm a mother (laughs) of two children and I couldn't have started Baked by Melissa with with my girls because they're my priority. So is Baked by Melissa, but really you could only have one top most priority. Now, fortunately, I have an unbelievable team of like-minded, hardworking, passionate people who get shit done. And it allows me to leave to pick up my daughters from school when I need to. I couldn't have done that. I was in the, I was in the kitchen baking 16 hours a day, seven days a week for months. Um, so yeah, you have to really, really want it, make it your top most priority and be willing to do whatever it takes to get it done. Always move forward. It's not great advice. Thanks. I love it. I love it. All right, Melissa, thank you so much. Where can people connect with you on social media and whatnot? 
So we have Baked by Melissa for drill-worthy photos of our product and also some behind the scenes in the bakery. When I'm there, I'm always storying. And then if you want to learn more about me, um, you can follow me at Melissa Beneshai. Awesome. Awesome. Melissa, thank you so much for your time today. I truly do appreciate it. One more thing. Go right ahead. We have this unbelievable Valentine's Day assortment of bite-sized stuffed cupcakes. They're all handcrafted in literally the most delicious flavors you could ever have. My personal favorite right now is strawberry. They make the perfect gift. Go to bakedbymelissa.com. You could choose your arrival date. We offer first or second day air. I mean, if you've never had our bite-sized cupcakes from Baked by Melissa, I promise you, you will be so grateful by going to bakedbymelissa.com and checking it out. I can 100% second that there was a location right around the corner from my office on 39th and 7th. And that was a killer to, to my current dad bod. So no, they it's are fun. so good. Fun. Everything's just around 50 calories. I mean, like, you know, I love cake. I still eat our product every single day. It's so freaking good. And I'm not just saying that because I'm very modest and like, I'm not a shameless plugger, but I, I will be making your life better. <laughs> oh, I, I totally agree. The only thing is I have zero discipline. <laughs> Me too, but it's okay. It's all good. Again, Melissa, thank you so much for being here. I truly do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. And there you have it. Episode 18 of the Decoding Success Podcast with the wildly successful and insightful Melissa Beneshai. There's literally so much value within this episode to take away. And there's really been this common trend of interviewees stressing the importance of having a team. Here, Melissa credits her team for keeping her on track in both good and bad times, which I personally appreciate her sharing. Only true leaders like Melissa can attest to the importance of a team and to highlight their accomplishments as a whole. I love to know your favorite takeaway from this episode, tweet me, DM me on the gram, write to me on Facebook or LinkedIn, text me, call me, write me a damn letter if you want to. I would love to know your favorite takeaway. Again, make sure you check out Melissa and her company on social media. I can attest to how amazing her product is. Take her up on that Valentine's Day deal as well. This is the way to get your significant other to love you even more. I promise. Thank you again for tuning into episode 18 of the Decoding Success Podcast. If you haven't already, help us build the street cred for the show by dropping a rating and review. We're trying to hit 150 ratings and reviews by the end of February. In the meantime, have a blessed day. Peace.